0: I was riding number nine. Hadn't from Caroline. I heard that long wow, some whistle blew. Oh. Warning. This radio show contains strong language, excessive use of alcohol and tobacco products, and a whole lot of bullshit, and nudity. We here at WBWalker.com are not responsible for any lewd behavior.
1: Hey, it's old WB, and I just want to say thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedules here once again to tune into the Miley Fine. Another Miley Fine episode here of the Old Soul Radio Show. I tell you, I, I've been thinking here the past couple of hours about you know just how precious life is and how your time is something that you that ain't it ain't guaranteed you know, the next seconds, your next breath, I mean, hell, it ain't guaranteed. You you may not live it, you may not take it. And it's got me thinking, you know. Back in 2015, I was in New York. I was in Ohio for the first part of the year, and the second part of the year I was in New York State working, and uh, that was probably one of the hardest times of my life. To quote old Justin Wells, he told me that the darkest post that he ever seen from old WB was when I was up in New York, and I imagine so it probably was. I was Hating life, you know, I just fucking hated being away from my family and, and so on and so forth. And this and life was fucking horrible. But one thing I got to do in, in uh, New York, I was sitting in this old hotel room, an old Comfort Inn in Binghamton, New York. And back on July seventeenth, two thousand fifteen, I had the chance to interview old Cody Jinks. And I really can't tell you why I've never in why I've never you know aired the episode. Or the interview with old Cody Jinks before now, but uh, I hadn't, I haven't, but you know, I, I started thinking tonight, and uh, by God, if I don't do it now, you know, if I don't do it while I can, you know, like I said, the next second, the next breath, it ain't guaranteed. So I wanted to put this out there before, you know, I mean, there's, like I said, I don't know fucking why I haven't aired this shit until now. I flirted with the idea when I done them we-hate-pop country shows and shit, and uh, I never aired it. Just never did. I always thought it was horrible, and actually just listened to it, and it really ain't that fucking bad. I had to clean up a few things, a little dead air, me being nervous and didn't know what to say and shit like that. But, uh, my God, I got it fucking sounding good for y'all, I promise you that. So here it is. It's, it's Devil's Night Halloween. Happy fucking Halloween to y'all. So I guess since it's Devil's not, uh and hell, you how know, Cody Jinx ain't the devil, and all that good shit, I'll, I'll finally air this episode for y'all. Like I said, when you listen to it, make sure you're, you're in the mindset that this, this is from two and almost a half years ago. Okay, so when he talks, don't think about the rhyming and don't think about all that shit. Think about Cody Jinx in 2015, because you know, that's when we talked. But hey, I figure I'd start this show out with a uh, little Cody Jinx number for you. little number about uh little thunder and a little rain and all that good shit, you know what I mean? So, hell, here's our brother Cody Jinx for you with Loud and Heavy on W.B. Walker's Old Soul Radio Show. Oh.
0: Loud thunder, heavy rain, thin line between joy and pain. It's a long, strange trip. It's all insane. You ain't never gonna be the same. Living life through the night, thin line of a lightning strike. Sometimes the only light when the moon is tucked away. Piston's pumping, minds are racing. It's hard to sleep, man. When I'm shaking, bad news surrounds me. It's always found me creeping up when things are good. Yeah, the dark days find a way, loud thunder, heavy rain. Strange trip, it's all insane You ain't never gonna be the same Living life through the night then line of the lightning strike sometimes the only light When the moon is tucked away The camera captures All the things that Make us turn from What we see it's always rolling. It don't stop rolling. I haven't slept in three damn days. Yeah, but who needs that anyway? Loud, thunder, heavy rains, and a line between joy and pain. It's a long, strange trip. It's all insane. tucked away It's been a too long time With no peace of mind I'm ready for the times to get better I've got to tell you I've been racking my brain Hoping to find a way out I've had enough of this continual Rain changes are coming no doubt It's been a too long time No peace of mind And I'm ready for the times to get better You seem to want from me what I cannot give I feel so lonesome at times I have a dream that I wish I could live It's burning holes in my mind It's been a too long time No peace of mind And I'm ready for the times to get better It's been a too long for the times to get better na 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 na-na-na-na getting mine I'm not dragging the whole world to hell You're wasting my time I don't talk with Jesus As much as I should that good book Every day like I could But I like to stop At the end of the day Gives you the right friend her smile. Somehow
2: I got it on my my phone. I ain't never used it for. I was playing around with it earlier. It seems like the setup I got is I got a pretty good mic and everything. But yeah, I don't know. If sometimes with interviews, I figure I'm gonna try a different road, so this this should turn out pretty good. but anything uh, else, man, trial and error. That's it. Okay, I'll go ahead and here. I wrote some stuff down here earlier. Uh, first off, I want to appreciate you for uh, taking your time to talk to me this evening. I know you're on on the road. You. Said earlier, where you lot going to Missouri this evening, ain't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had a much needed day off yesterday, and then we went, uh, went, g- d- d- drove straight to Columbia, and then hung out with some buddies of ours last night, and then drove up to the Blue Note today, and, uh, just finished up SoundCheck. Well, I heard that. Uh, where did, uh, where did you play the night before? Oh, man. Um, where was I at? I was in, that was a win today. I was, I played, uh, So called Hall and, um, oh man, you know how it goes. We were in, uh, Omaha, Nebraska. We opened for, uh, Sturgill. Or how that. That was, uh, what was it like getting no, opened no up for Sturgill? Um, man, they were, they're just dynamite. That, that band is so good, you know, and he's, uh, He's one of my favorite songwriters out there right now, and it was uh, it was cool, man. You know, he was uh, he was an extremely nice guy. All the guys, his crew and band were all great, and it was a, it was a lot of fun, man. We had a couple days with him, and uh, good dudes. Yeah, oh Sturgill, he's a East Kentucky boy. That's where I he is. He at. is a Kentucky, yeah. Yeah, he uh, man, he he's really. I haven't. Seen, it's been a long time since I've seen somebody kindly get the buzz and everything that he got. I mean it uh, I remember when High Top Mountain first come out, I mean i I mean I knew how special the album was, but I mean it just God, his career's blown up so good. I am happy for him. He's kinda starting to you know get some buzz where he, well hell he's got the deal with Atlantic and everything, so hopefully to kinda shine the light on other musicians that's doing right. Yeah, for sure, man. And he you know, they that's one band that is most definitely doing it right, you know. Yeah talking about uh fellas from eastern kentucky well he's from eastern kentucky but i believe people most people think he's from texas so chris knight i was reading chris knight yeah i was reading a little bit of your blog and uh he was talking about that you uh got a open for him and he signed your guitar and stuff so what was that yeah and, and i i'll tell you and i forgot to bring that guitar for sturgill to sign and uh I got mad at myself about that, but I have a guitar. It's a guitar that I, I took off the road. It's an old Martin that I, I played for years and years, and I had I started having people sign it, and I got this good collection signatures on it, and I was like, man, I'm gonna pull this thing off the road and you know just take it with me when I'm when no, I'm jamming with somebody. But, I you know, Chris, I've been a huge Chris Knight fan for a long time, and um, you know, it was. Typical, you know, fan thing. You know, I'm still a fan like everybody else. I had that guitar, and I was, you know, I'm like sitting there like, man, should I go bother him? You know, everybody's doing low-down and stuff. And finally, yeah. I, you know, my band's making fun. of I me. Mean, they're like, dude, you're on the bill, okay? <laughs> go get him to sign your guitar. Quit being a little girl. Yeah. So, you know, I finally walked over, and he was very nice, and uh, found my guitar for him. And, and, you know, we played, and they played, and I was in and out. In the middle with all the fans singing along like everybody else. Yeah, Chris, he was probably the, uh, well, he's one of the first musicians. I probably, the first time I heard him he was probably back in about 06, 07, something like that. But He was kind of one of the first musicians that really showed me that there was so much more out there that you're you're going to have to dig for, you know, that, uh, that you're not just going to hear by flipping your radio on. And I just, from the first time I heard Chris, I think Hard Candy was the first song I ever heard of him, and I was just yeah. hooked, you know. But, yeah. yeah. He, he, uh, he's, an, he's an amazingly talented uh, songwriter, you know. Yeah. He's, 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 in my opinion, he's one of the best out there. Yeah, he's, he's a good one. He, what, what just kind of just stuck out in my mind is just kind of how how humble and just, when you meet him and stuff, he's just one of these people that, I mean, he just remind I mean I just you know, here he was standing there, you know, and I walked back there and was talking to him at the festival I was at and I just I kinda got the opinion that, you know, he he just looked like he just climbed out of a coal truck or something, you know. He just seemed like he's a down to earth Yeah, yeah, you know, he, real he's soft spoken. He's soft spoken, you know, he he you know, he's he's uh you know, he talks slow. He's soft spoken. You know, he's just one of those guys that, that you know he might not say a lot, but if he does, it's probably going to be good. Yeah. yeah. He's one of them uh, kind of – I'm a big King of the Hill fan, and I remember there was a – it kind of – before I first met him, it, it kind of reminded me of a part in King of the Hill where uh, I think uh, shit, uh, Henry Winkle was, made like a guest uh, – the Farns made like a guest appearance on the show, and they yeah. were like up in Montana and Peggy's uh, – her mom and dad was gonna getting ready to lose their ranch and stuff, and and Peggy's dad, he never hardly did say much, but when he did, you know, he'd kind of like just get this, like squint to his eye, you know, and uh, and you know, it would it, be something so simple, but he would say it in a way to where it just kind of sounded, you know, just when, when he spoke, people listen, you know what I mean? So it's that's kind of what it kind of put me in mind of, because he's just one of these people. Every time he opens his mouth, you know, something he's gonna say something special. Yeah, yeah, agreed uh but one thing I, I want to uh congratulate you on uh on the adobe sessions, man because i'm telling you it's one of the in my opinion it's, it's right up there with the best that's been released so far this year i mean it's just from the first time i heard it i've been hooked and i just want to man just say thanks for putting that one out there it's a, it's a badass album thank you very much i i appreciate that um yeah you know it, it's it's done really really well for us Um I mean, we've sold a bunch of them. It's uh, it's been doing well, man. You know, it's when you know when, whenever you go in and record records, you, you always go in and try to you know do the best you can, have the best songs on there, and you know make it right, and make it something that people are going to want to buy, something you know people are going to want to listen to, and you never know how it's going to turn out. So, I, I you know I promise, man. It's it's been a pleasant surprise how how well it's done. it's it's definitely. I mean it. I'm a big. I mean, I've, I've been a fan of you for for a, for a couple of years now, and and uh, I just I, mean, I was pleased to kind of see you know the you know I I kind of could tell a little bit you know some, I mean you, when you listen to albums I mean you can kind of see the growth and stuff with it and uh, I mean I think you're definitely going in the in the right direction. Uh thank you. Yeah, it takes a while, man. You got to get a few records under your belt, you know. Yeah, by by far, I mean my favorite song is. I mean, it's probably a lot of people's favorite song which you've ever put out, but uh, man, the first time I heard, uh, heard Hippies and Cowboys, that's just, that song really spoke to me. I mean, it's just God, I, I, I mean, usually when I, everybody kind of has a handful of songs when they start drinking or something by the end of the night, they kind of gravitate towards, and that's one of usually after I get uh, a few in me, I I'll usually I kind of act like one of my kids or something. I'll sit and listen to it over and over and over, like I'm five or something. But it oh, I, I do it too. I, I you know I I listen to you know I get my favorites. So I just listen over and over and over and yeah. over. You know that one that song was you know we, I wrote that I wrote that probably probably about six seven years ago um, while I was writing stuff to Less Wise and um, uh, yeah you know we laid it down and. I didn't know how it was going to be received because, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of a different song. It's just kind of how, <clears throat> how I was feeling at the time. And uh turns out, man, now, you know, I've been closing every show with it for the last probably five years, you know. It's it's, yeah. it's our closer. It's one everybody waits for. And, uh, yeah, man, <laughs> I'm glad people dig it, you know. it's just, I mean, it's kind of got, you know, the first time I listened to it, I remember, you know, I just thought, I mean, I didn't really, I'm the kind of person, usually the first couple times I listen to a song, I might not take in all the lyrics and stuff. You know, I kind of, you know, you know. sometimes it takes me two or three songs before I really, or two or three times listen to something before I really, you know, kind of let everything sink in. But, yeah, just, I'll just say that, that, that song really hits close to home with me on a, on a lot of different things. You know, you're sometimes around people that, uh, I don't know, sometimes you can take them in small doses. So that song right there definitely it uh, it it's one that I have always enjoyed. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. Uh, what uh, what have you been listening to lately? Is there anything that uh, you know that's that's kind of been in a, a standard here lately for you? Um, you know we've <clears throat> we've been on the road a lot with Whitey Morgan, and uh, I've been listening to a lot of Whitey. Yeah, Sonic Gray is uh, good. Man. I tell you we were we were recording Adobe session. We recorded at the same studio at the time. We were we were working on Adobe while he was working on Sonic Ranch. Yeah. And uh yeah, man, it's such a good record. Um man, we my wife and I you know, we're both fans of Sturgill. Listen to listen to a lot of him. Uh Carrie Rodriguez, um man, she's him I've been listening to a lot of her uh but I, you know i have my my standards my go my go-to's you know i've always got the social distortion ready to go and mm-hmm. corrosion of conformity and you know some of the you know metal and punk stuff you know you, I, you played a lot of metal and shit didn't you back like in I, uh, early 2000 I, didn't you i did man i got into a metal band in 97 and i did that until 2003 and uh, i had a lot of fun man it was it was a good time, but uh, yeah, man. Somehow or another, I ended up being a country band. <laughs> well, there's a lot of musicians. I mean, I mean, just off the top of my head, like uh, which I, yeah, you've probably heard of Matt Woods. Matt Woods used to uh, be in a band called Plan B, and it's kind of it's kind of weird seeing now because some of the songs that like used to be kind of like these more, you know, kind of punk songs, have kind of turned into, you know. He's re- he's kind of redone and re-released them and stuff, you know, kind of more country and shit. And Austin Lucas, I mean, he used to, you know, kind of be in a punk band and shit. So, well, people don't realize how closely related punk and country really are. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about real country, good country. Yeah. You know, it's very, very similar in a lot of ways. Well, like something I've noticed, you know, like going to different tattoo parlors and stuff, you might have, like I got some shit done one time, or back earlier in the year in Ohio, and the guy that, you know, that uh, tatted me up a little bit, he, uh, you know, he had shit hanging off his face, and, you know, he's kind of these demon-looking images and shit tattooed all over his arms, but the fucker, you know, he he loves some Johnny Cash, you know, and that was just... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was asking me, he's like, what do you, uh, what kind of music do you like, so I like country. I'm like, well, I don't really like country, but I like Johnny Cash, and he like played one of the American album, you know, the recordings or whatever. And uh, so I can handle that, you know. It's, I, which I like a lot of rock and 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 punk and shit. You know, I I grew up listening to like, I mean, during I grew up in the '90s during all the grunge and all that shit. And I mean, still a lot of that stuff, you know, is, you know, I still enjoy listening to quite a bit. But, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and all the punks love Johnny anyway, man. He's universal. Yeah, yeah he's, him and uh, him and Hank, I mean, they're they're really the ones that can kindly, no matter what uh, genre you listen to, I mean, people can respect, and, you know, and, uh, you know, them two right there. Yes, sir. Uh, when it comes, I was listening to an interview that you've done earlier, and you are talking about how your mom, you know, you've been around the honky-tonk scene pretty much your whole life. You know, your mom and dad, yeah. I mean, they met in honky-tonk. I mean, yeah. I, the, the interview I was listening to, it was kind of, the quality wasn't the best and there were some times where I couldn't really make out exactly what you are saying, but did I hear you say that, like, before you were six, you seemed like Gary Stewart and Conway Twitty and... Yeah. Yeah, that they started, I mean, you know, they were, <clears throat> you know, obviously met at one and, you know, they'd take me out and, you know, they'd, you know, set me down in a chair with a Shirley Temple and a bowl of cherries and... Yeah. You know, I'd I'd sit there and they'd go dancing and you know, they'd they they'd get that and you know, that's what having met that and that's what they love to do and they still love to dance, you know. Oh yeah. You know, I but been, uh, yeah. I've been, really, I've, been in, I've been in bars <laughs> most of my life. I heard that, uh do you have pretty I mean, can you remember it pretty good, like seeing Gary Stewart or guys? Not a lot. Not 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 a whole lot, you know. Um at the time I guess when you're when you're five, six, you know, years old, I guess you realize what's going on, but you don't. I mean, you don't at the same time, and you know, yeah, the well, kids' you're, minds racing so much. I mean, it's just, yeah, they don't take a whole lot in usually, anyway. I mean, that's how my kids are anyway. They minds are going a thousand miles a minute. You always, yeah, no doubt. I got two myself. Yeah, something else, uh, or what do you have, boys, girls, or? Man, I have a I have a little girl that's about to turn six, and a little boy that's uh, just turned three. Heard that? I got a uh, I got a boy that's getting ready to turn eight. I got my middle son that's getting ready to turn five, and my youngest son's getting ready to turn or he just turned two. Oh, um, you got the trifecta, three boys. Yeah, yeah, I got the I got three boys, and I always, as long as I can remember, I wanted a little girl so bad and stuff, but you know we tried you know when we with the third one and stuff you know we tried again but you know i would trade my boys for you know 100 girls you know you can imagine it's all oh, i know there ain't it. nothing in the world like them no sir yeah was, was kind of wanting to and, and stuff like it just really just kind of gets me get you know pumped up and just man it just it just really does something to me when I mean, uh, my buddy i mean uh, being in kind of down in like I said, I'm from West Virginia, where I'm at, you know I mean you've got pockets everywhere of people that you know are kind of starting to listen to or take more attention to the people that's that's you know playing you know real country music and shit, but I mean, there's a lot of people that grew up listening to you know george jones and and He you know, Keith Whitley and shit like that, but at the same time, it's like they don't a lot of people don't realize there is people that's still doing things. You know, right? And uh, a buddy of mine, he—I had put on Facebook yesterday that I was gonna uh, be interviewing you today. And uh, a buddy of mine texted me. He's like, a, man, he's like a—I forget who he said—turn him on to your music. But he's like, I was getting ready to message you and see if you knew who Cody Jinks was. You know, he said I, you know, heard him and I'm just really love his music. And this, and you know, this buddy of mine, somebody that, like I said, he likes a lot of the older country, but you know, he does listen to. A lot of the newer stuff, and it just it's kind of showing me that people that are doing it right, you know, by a different format I and mean, people doing podcasts and and uh, just people in general. I mean, just people that's doing we, it right. I mean, your name is really starting to get out there. Well, you know, it's um, you know, I, the guys, I, the guys, in my opinion, that you know are starting to make some noise and our kind of music. Um, our guys that have been doing it for a long, long time, you know, not, none of us, you know, just, you know, just the, the types of bands that we're jamming with, you know, bands like, like Whitey and, and, you know, having just gotten a couple of shows with Sturgill and, you know, guys like Stapleton, and, you know, mm-hmm. these are guys that have been doing this for a long time and doing it the hard way and doing it the right way and, you know you eventually get there. You have to, you know, like I said, it takes, a, it takes a few recordings. You know, it takes some, it takes writing, writing more songs. And, you know, one day mm-hmm. you look up, you're like, I'm 35 years old, man. I've been doing this more than half my life. and yeah. You know, it's like just now we're starting to, uh, we're, we're starting to see it happen a little bit. Yeah. Well, I've been, I've been doing my podcast for, for three years, but, you know, I've kind of, I've been, been listening to, uh, whatever you want to call it, you know, the, the outlaw country or however you I really don't like putting the name on it. But, you know, I mean, I like the American, whatever people want to call it, but I've been listening to my, you know, real country music, in my opinion. And, yeah. I mean, I, I'm starting to see within, I mean, Sturgill, especially, you know, like with him, you know, playing all these big festivals and shit like that, there's so many people that, you know, that are starting to question, you know, the kind of, I mean, people's getting tired of the, the lack of content when it comes to, I mean, there's so many songs nowadays on country radio that every one of them sounds pretty much the same. Pretty much everything, same theme. Yeah, it's it's the same template, you know. Yeah. It's the same template they write. You know, it's the formula that whoever, you know, decided that the everybody's stuff needed to sound the same yeah. and the, you know, same shitty content. You know, people are people are tired of it and they're looking for something else. And, mm-hmm. fortunately, you know, fortunately for us, there's some people coming around, you know, and, and, and wanting to get back to, you know, a sad country song, uh, you know,
3: mm-hmm. uh, it, it's something that, you know.
2: make you feel real. More, yeah, something to make you just kind of think about things or feel something more than just, because, I mean, like we said, there's nothing now, like, like you said, it's got everything pretty much got the same template, and there just isn't really much context to it. It's just yeah. generic, you know. Yeah. But something that's kind of showing me. I mean, you just like all that shit that happened over the past probably week, 10 days, like, you know, Luke Bryan making comments about, you know, he doesn't seem, I guess, what he said was outlaw country because, you know, he's not on cocaine and he's not in the gutter and shit. I read, I mean, I read that article, yeah. Somebody sent that to me uh, yeah. via Twitter. And I read it, and they wanted to know what I thought about it, and I just told them I thought it was funny. Yeah. And that's the thing, I mean, I, I think it's hilarious because I think they're starting to kind of sweat a little bit because if this had been probably three or four or five years ago, they probably wouldn't even acknowledge acknowledged anything. Right. Know? And right. any time that, that money's starting to go into the pockets of somebody other than them, that's when they start to kind of, you know what I mean, they don't worry about it until it probably starts hitting the bottom line. And well, I, think, you know, I think it really is. A lot of those guys that, that do it that way, you know, they they go and, you know, they get put with, in my opinion, you know, it's not even a band. It's a bunch of hard guns that are waiting to see who's going to pop up next, and,
4: mm-hmm. you know,
2: it's, um, I don't know, man, it's not real to me, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, hopefully, you know, after, you know, because there's always somebody in the wings waiting to take the next pop country hit, you know, and... You know, they go through those guys lock dirty underwear and, you know, they have no career, then they have a giant career, then they have no career. And, you know, I would rather do the grassroots thing, you know, build it up the way you're supposed to. And you, know, if you don't miss any rungs on the ladder on the way up, if you fall down a couple, you know, you'll have, you'll have rungs to grab onto because you didn't just go straight to the top, you know. Yeah, I agree with you 100. I'll I'll have a career in 15 years. I don't know that you know a lot of those guys that do it that way. I don't know if say, well, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I kind of had never thought of it that way, but I agree with you 100. That's I I do think you know that, that that people are starting to kind of there is a I mean if, as things are starting to build, there is so many people that you know that that are longing for more context and shit than what they have and. For those of you that uh that do it right, I'd say that uh good things are in store for you working on it yeah, talking earlier about uh you know you recording uh Adobe session at the same time you know Lottie was recording Sonic Ranch. you played with uh with Lottie quite a bit, ain't you? yeah, the last three months we've had we've had a run with him may, June, and July. I think we did eight dates with him in May eight or nine in July. Or June, and then uh, we did four with them last week. So we've been we've been playing a lot with those boys, man. The uh, the show works real well. The band get along real well. You know, we're we're different, you know, and that you know, and you know, it's we are different, but it just uh, it just seems to work really, really well. We've had a great response from uh, from his people and our people. You know about you know the package deal, and yeah. As a matter of fact, I called my manager yesterday, and I was like, "I was like, when are we going to run with Whitey again?" And He said, "Man, we're working on it." So right now we don't have anything on. They're they're we're about to go on vacation. I think they're up in the Midwest, and then they go to California. So it'll probably be a few months before we see them. But yeah, man, we love those boys. Yeah, I, uh, like I said, I'm from from Southern West Virginia, but I'm working. I'm a train conductor, and and I'm working out of uh, out of New York or not New York City, but I'm working out of New York State right now. And I've been wanting to see Whitey for a long time, and it just so happened. I think it was the 16th, I believe he played pretty much my hometown, but yeah. I wasn't I wasn't able to go to it. And I, so I hated uh, miss, missing his show, but bummer. Yeah, yeah, it's, but, it's it's a good show, man. They're good. It's uh it's fun. Yeah, well, I appreciate you taking the time to uh. To shoot the shit with me, but, but not a problem, man. Before I before I uh, get off here with you, uh, I had a uh, one of the people that listened to my podcast had uh, had sent you know sent me something on Facebook and uh, was wanting to know if uh, you know your song David is it about uh, somebody you knew or is there a certain event that kind of like inspired you to write that song or I tell you, man, I the song. I channeled my inner Chris Knight to that song. I, You know, I, that song I made up, I named it David after uh, one of my best friends, you know, growing up. He, uh, he's still alive, fortunately. He's just one of the hardest luck guys that I, I've ever known. And, uh, you know, it, it, like I said, it, it didn't happen, but it took me a hell of a long time to, to write that song. And then finally, when I put the record out, he heard the record and, he came over and we were drinking beer, and I said, "You know, I I named that that song after you, right?" And he goes, "Yeah, I kind of figured." <laughs> it's it's a badass song, man. I mean, it. That, that's the thing. I mean, that's the sign of a good songwriter, in my opinion. When you, you know, there's so many times, you know, that I've, you listen to a song and you're like, "That can't fucking be true," but you know, but that one there, that was one. You know, I I was, was kind of curious about myself. Well, you know, ultimately that song's about losing friends, and, you know, we're helpless in that. We can't do anything about it. You know, you lost them, I've lost them, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a a reflection of a feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's stuff like that. Like, it, it's kind of funny sometimes, you know, you can listen to a song, and, you know, it might not affect you in a, you know, it might not really hit you. You know, then later on you can have different things happen, you know, certain people pass away or whatever, then you can listen to the song again, but then it you take it in and it holds a little different line. So, I mean it's it's a it's a great song and I appreciate you writing that one. Hey, I appreciate it. yeah, we've gotten good feedback, you know, I've had a lot of people come up and said, Hey man, uh, you know I have a David, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's uh you know, everybody everybody has a David I think. It was, it was kinda kinda strange, uh with the, with the Leon Virgil Bowers, he put out some shit back probably, I don't know, seems like about the first of the year. Well, I think Hellbound Glory, they broke up on Halloween, so it was probably the end of last year, first of this year. He put out a bunch of, I think he called them like folk songs or something, but he done like probably 15, 20 songs, and he put out like one a week or whatever. But yeah. he, had to, he put out one called Another Dead Friend, and, you know, I listened to it, you know, and it was just, you know, it, it really hit me because, you know, everybody, like you said, everybody lost people. But uh, it was kind of weird. I was listening to it one night, and it was the night I found out about that uh, Shooter Jennings' uh, manager, uh, John Hensley, had passed away. Yeah, I read, but, I read your uh, write-up about like that. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he uh, had, uh, you know, or that song that Leon put out, another dead friend, there's a line in it, you know about my buddy John and stuff, you know, then it's just like I said earlier, you know, you, when you listen to something at first, you know, it might not hit you in one way, but, you know, after John passed away, that's one that, I don't know, I don't really like listening to it much now. It just you know, kind of gets you. hmm Well, brother, like I said, I appreciate you taking the time to shoot the shit with me, and uh, what no I'm no going to do... No problem, man. Sorry well, I was late. That's fine. Uh, what I was going to do is... I'm probably going to air this for my my 100th uh, episode, and I was, usually my format is what I'll do instead of just like playing 15 songs and and playing you know one song per artist or whatever. I'll usually take an album and you know play you know two or three songs off. You know I'll I'll feature three albums or something yeah. to kind of give people a better feel of the album instead of just one song because I might play one song somebody not might not like, right. but if I talk to a three, you know, they might find something to do like. Right? So I was going to feature, I'm actually going to feature Adobe with uh, Sonic Ranch. So if you would, I'll get you to introduce, or uh, waiting around to die. So yeah. Hey, coming up next, you're going to hear my buddies, Waddy Morgan, 78, waiting around to die. Sounds good, brother. All, All right, Cody, like I said, man, I appreciate it. And just, y'all stay safe out there and shit. And I just, I appreciate you doing things with... The way that uh, you know, if I can honestly say that people, more people should be doing it. like Well, thank you, man. I, I appreciate it. There's, there's still some of us out there doing it that way. Yeah, I've, uh, I, like I said I found, I found out about your music probably a couple years ago, and I, I've been a big fan. So just keep on plugging along, man. You definitely got it. You're one of them that I really think can do something big. So we're gonna, we're gonna keep trying, brother. I appreciate it. All right. Well, y'all be safe out there, and uh, we'll talk at you soon. All right. Sounds good. Have a good one. All right, bud. Bye-bye.
0: Sometimes I don't know where this dirty road is taking me. Sometimes I can't even see the reason why I guess I keep gambling Lots of booze and lots of rambling It's easier than just waiting around to die One time friends I had He beat her with the belt once cause she cried She told him to take care of me Headed back to Tennessee It's easier than just waiting round to die Yeah, I guess it's easier The girl down in the Tuscaloosa bar, she cleaned me out and hit it on the slide. I tried to kill the pain, I bought some wine and hopped the train. It's easier than just waiting around to die. Yeah, it seems. Steal or cheat or lie. His name's Code Dean. He's about the nicest thing I ever seen. Together we're gonna wait around. taking me is easier than just waiting round to die It's going to get hard, for it gets easy, I ought to know. I hear the voice of Jesus, and I hear the devil talking just the same. And it seems they're trying to talk over each other any given day. i read the words and read so many times by now I thought that I might see. I guess I'm saying this life just ain't the way I thought that it might be. I've been wandering down the hallways, y'all call the roads just like some kid out skipping school. By the time that I was 17, I done with all the rules I turned 35 this year and I'm still running hard for something I can't see the only thing in life that's guaranteed there are no gay. in the Nothing's free. Devil, you think that I am? It ain't no excuse, but I'm just a man. I slipped and I fell and got out of hand. But I'm not the devil you think that I am. What? Oh God, I held in my head, I got caught up believing in lies that were said, and in a moment of weakness, I stumbled. Just a man I slipped and I fell by water we were washed in the blood I don't remember much money but recall lots of love and that church was a long time ago I'm talking distance and years not for certain I could even get there from here But all nights when I'm sober And not blinded by all that I see My mind washes up at that church On Gale Creek so many days. from here, but on nights when I'm sober and not blinded by all that I see, my mind washes up at that church on Gator Creek. My mind washes up at that church.
1: Well, hell, here we are in the year 2017 on Halloween 2017. Hell, we've we've transferred through the years a little bit, ain't we? Like I said, the interview that's from uh, July the seventeenth of two thousand fifteen. And when I talked to Cody, I told him I was going to try to do something special for my one hundredth episode. And I was going to do the interview on my hundredth episode. And, uh, you know, we we done something special on my hundredth episode. That's the first time that I ever played old brother Coder Wall here on the Old Soul Radio Show. You know, done some runs with old Cody Jinks, and hell, when I talked to old Cody back in two thousand fifteen, neither Cody or WB here, neither one of us knew who old Coder Coder Wall was. So I am a firm believer, you know, I do I do put a lot of faith in God's will, and uh, I do believe things happen for a reason. And I believe this interview i done with Cody, it shouldn't have aired until right fucking now. Here it is, 2017, on Halloween night, and by God, the interview i done almost two and a half years ago has finally seen the light of day. So that means a lot to me, finally, that uh, this one gets out there. You know, when I first interviewed Cody back then, you know, he was doing good, but man, he ain't seen the success that he has now. I kind of you know, when I turn on FM radio here in, in eastern Kentucky, southern West Virginia, and you hear Cody Jinks, along with Luke Bryan and Jason Aldean and all these sons of bitches, you know, you realize that somebody has finally punched through that wall a little bit, and um, old you know, Cody has definitely garnered some tensions from the people in the coal fields here where I live. You know, it's kind of cool to hear old Cody Jinks and Tyler Childers on the radio, no matter if there's some shitty music before or after. It means a lot to me that, uh, you know, to hear shit like that. It makes me think that what I'm doing is finally, I ain't saying it's because of me, but what the music I play is finally kind of seeing the fucking light of day. So that means the world to me. But I can tell you, uh, this episode right here, I just kind of done it on a whim. I listened to a live podcast I done back on my birthday, and um, it kind of made me realize, like I said earlier, you know, just just time in general, you know, just, just, just so precious. You know, when I was in New York, I didn't have nobody. I had had one friend there with me, a brother of mine on Matt Puckett. And a song that I turned him on to and something that I know that he listens to today and thanks to me is an old Cody Jinks number by the name of Hippies and Cowboys. So I figure i will play you one more Cody Jinks tune and that that right is going to be the one that I play. You know, it's it's crazy to think that I started this podcast two and a half years ago and I'm finishing it tonight. You know, Fallon, she messaged me a minute ago and said, Hey, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm, I'm finishing a show I done when I was in New York. She probably don't get it. And I'm crazy to get it myself, but, uh, by God, it's the fucking time to finally get it out there. You know what I mean? So I figured out, uh, close old Cody Jinx out here with a number, like I said, that, uh, that he wrote that, like he said earlier, means a lot to not just me, but a lot of damn people. He closes his show out with this one quite a bit. It means a lot to me, and I know it means a lot to Brother Matt Puckett, and Matt Puckett's somebody that I love to death. And, um, so that's what we're going to do. So up next on the old Soul radio show here, here's old Cody Jinks for you, telling you all about the Mo' Hippies and Cowboys. And, uh, I just want to say that uh, I am grateful to be able to do a radio show right now in Dingus, West Virginia for y'all. Because when I was in New York, this old bar sat in my yard. I bought it when I was in Ohio. Never got to step foot into it till I got back from New York. So it sat here for about three months, waiting on OWB to get it here. And by God, since I've been back, we've had a hell of a time. I can tell you that. I've made the most of it. We've recorded some damn good shit. And even more so than that, I've sat out here for. Thousands of damn hours and just, hey, I made the most of it. That's about all I can say. So like I said, here's old Cody Jinks for you with hippies and cowboys. And I promise you, with every fucking thing in me, you can break my fucking legs if you don't believe me. Up next on the Old Soul Radio Show after this one, we're going to do that little live one from old Zach McGlone. We got Dakota Gentry. Then after that, uh, old brother Tony Hara. But y'all take it easy and you you have you a good one. And the good Lord's willing, and the creeks don't rise too damn high. Well, we'll be back with you soon. Here on W. Walker's Hold Soul Radio Show. I oh. own.
0: All right I was up all night But I passed out Before the sun came up I really wanted to see One of those I know That's no way for a man to behave With a mortgage due And a baby on the way but somehow I made it To where I'm at It's been a living As a matter of fact I get a bad attitude being tired and running around Never ask for anyone to say they like my sound I've never been a part of any musical scenes I ain't just talking Nashville If you know what I mean They don't write about me In their magazines I don't ask for new reviews on the songs that I sing I've never had a lot of friends And I'm alright by that People keep on coming back, raising hell with the hippies and the cowboys. They don't care about no trends, they don't care about songs that sell. Yeah, tomorrow I'll be gone, so tonight everybody do the same. The and the Cowboys I've been standing on the outside for all of my life But I like the view, I'm not gonna lie Yeah, the Uppies and the hipsters and the wannabe scenes That ain't down home me I like two-dollar beers, I like three-dollar wells And some old honky-tonk bar by the smell some old drunk on a bar stool on a Merle Haggerton that's my kind of room. praising hell with the hippies and the cowboys they don't care about no trends, they don't care about songs that sell yeah tomorrow I'll be The hippies and the cowboys They don't care About no trends They don't care about songs That sell Yeah, tomorrow I'll be gone So tonight Everybody just sing along Raisin' hell with the hippies And the cowboys And I'll be raised the hippies and the cowboys
3: I work for the city in the town where I grew up. Some days I run back home, some days I run a dump. If I had other plans on my graduation day, then several years ago I guess I hauled them all away. Yeah, haul them all away She told me she was pregnant On the day I turned 18 And I did what you're supposed to do I bought her a ring He didn't have to ask us But he asked us anyway We stood up That I do. What else were we gonna say? What else were we gonna say? Well, I'm thankful for the things I have and all the things I don't. And I've got dreams that will come true, and I got some that won't. Most of the time, I just walk the line wherever it goes. You can't hang yourself if you ain't got enough rope. My boss man is mayor. I do just what he asks. I mow the courthouse long, watch prisoners walking past. I'm happy to be working instead of wearing chains Like my cousin Willie He's locked up in the grains He's locked up in the grains But I'm thankful for the things I have and all the things I don't And I got dreams that will come true I got some that won't Most of the time I just walk the line Wherever it goes Cause you can't hang yourself If you ain't got enough rope There's a tavern down the highway I go to drink some beers And wash down all I'm missing By hanging around here Then I drive back to the trailer I make up with my wife I kiss my sleeping children And I get on with my life Yeah, get on with my life.
1: That clock's called a same. Yeah, time sure does fly by when you're having fun. What you mean we've been here about as long as we're welcome? Yeah, I reckon it's about time to get our satchels and go, Hank. That's right.
0: Friends, we'll see you again in the morning. Until then, this is Hank Williams saying best of luck and health to you. Thanks for listening. If the good Lord's willing and the creeks don't rise, we'll see you in the morning. Lola, put the coffee pot on. Put the biscuits in the oven. I'll be there right away, if not sooner
2: than that.